Hi, I'm Shona, your host of the Untamed Souls podcast. I'm a healing facilitator, magic creator, and all-round untamed woman. If you're interested in learning all about the universe, healing, magic, and so much more, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, get out your journals, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode three of the Untamed Souls podcast. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so grateful that you're here too, listening to me just talk about everything and anything that comes to my brain. So today I want to talk about the work. What is the work? How to do it? Why? All of the things. So let's dive the heck in. So the work from my definition is personal development and diving inwards into your past, um, into all of the shit that has built up over the years, all your societal conditionings, your family beliefs, all of that, going inwards and looking at it all and then Choosing what you do like and getting rid of what you don't like. So making the conscious choice to live consciously instead of live unconsciously like majority of us are or have been. So the work for me started, well, like consciously started about a year and a half, two years ago. And it was due to I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I was diagnosed with PCOS, which... They were both, so fibromyalgia, I was in, I had constant body pain and even I'd go to the physio and the next day I'd be back to where I was um, the day before. And PCOS was, I didn't have a period for about eight months and my cycle was super irregular. I had, I have hair growth in like my chin and in places that probably it's not common for a woman to have. Um, and yeah, like there's other symptoms as well, but they're the main ones. But yeah, so when I was diagnosed with them, which was around the same time for both of them, because I was just so frustrated with everything and just like, why? (laughs) And I wanted answers. So the doctors said both of these things had one thing in common that I noticed, and that was they were both caused by other things, but they both had the cause of childhood trauma and I I had no idea I had a good upbringing I thought and I don't recall anything like big trauma happening to me but now I've learned that there's two different types of traumas so there's big t trauma so that could be um, sexual assault abuse like physical abuse um, any type of big thing happening And then there's little t trauma, which that's more just when you were a kid, your mum said, that's wrong. She told you that you're wrong. And so you took on the belief that you are wrong always. And that is considered little t trauma. There's other definitions and other examples and stuff, but that's just a quick example. So yeah, I didn't know any of it. And so I figured that if I fix my brain, if I fix all the shit that's gone on in there, then I'll fix my body. And so that's where it all began. I was like, okay, 
so easy. I can just fix my brain and then I'll be fine. I now know that it's a lot. There's a lot more to it than just, oh, yeah, we'll fix the brain. No, the brain's very complicated and has a lot of shit going on. So, yeah, so now I've done a lot of coaching programs. I've done a lot of healing sessions and I've seen a psychologist I've, yeah, I've done heaps of, used heaps of methods and modalities to get to the point that I'm at now. And I do see a difference. Like I know, I 100% know that I have grown and expanded exponentially. When I first started, it was so just big and overwhelming and like, where do I even start? And I like the work is a very, it's like a universal term for healing. You go into it and they you start hearing, oh, the work, and the, you got to do the work. And it's like, but what is the work? Why do I have to do the work? I don't want to do work. And so, yeah, the work is pretty much just the healing. It's the acknowledging that you've got a, an issue or there's something going on deeper or even just acknowledging that something just doesn't feel right within yourself knowing there could be more there could be different or you react to things in ways that you don't want to react to things say something goes wrong and you get it get instantly angry and then instead of just like it's like the smallest inconvenience and you just like snap and you're like it doesn't feel good when you do that so it the work is finding out why you react the way you do and going into the memories that surround it going feeling the feelings that cause that reaction or that are causing you the pain and then feeling it letting it go and then moving on there could be more that you need to do personally but it's kind of just like the big cycle of like acknowledge the problem go into it feel it and let it go and then start again but there is a lot more to it than just that like so much more brains are so complicated it's been scientifically tested and proven that our brains they can change to adapt they can adapt to certain circumstances and new situations so it's called i'm going to struggle to say it but neural plasticity yes neural plasticity and which means that our neural pathways in our brain, they they are like thought patterning. So say you believe that you are fat. So your brain, your like the neurons go through this path every day and they're like, you are fat, you are fat, you are fat. So it's a belief and it's like hardwired in there. There was quotation marks with that. And so with the brain we now know that we can change that. We can, I guess, grow new neural pathways to another thought. So instead of instead of having the belief that I am fat, you could have the belief of I am healthy. So you can retrain your brain, literally changing the makeup of your brain pretty much, like changing the pathways in your brain to believe that you are healthy. You, so you can do this by affirmation. So every day looking at yourself in the mirror or saying to yourself, I am healthy. I am healthy. I am healthy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Just sing that to yourself every day. And it, it can change the way you think about yourself. And the more you say it and the more you feel it, 
the more power that it's going to have behind it. And because you're moving away from belief that I am fat, so it's kind of like an old highway. So the highway, there's old highway and new highway. And the old highway, everyone uses it because they know it, it's comfortable, like it's just the way to go. But then people are like, oh, there's no traffic on this other highway. Maybe we should start using this highway. So cars start slowly moving over and more and more the cars move over to the new um, the new highway, so I am healthy, um, and they move away from the old highway, I am fat. And that just, it gets to a point where there's so much more traffic on the new path, the new highway, that people don't even think about the old highway. Like, it's now it's comfortable to use the new highway, the I am healthy highway, and so you've retrained your brain to have a new belief, which I think is freaking wild. Like, what? You can completely rewrite your brain with new beliefs whenever you want, pretty much. Just with, like, constant, um, like, affirmations and belief. And see, even if you just have, like, sticky notes on your mirror or, like, a note on your mirror, like, I am healthy. I am healthy. You see that every day when you brush your teeth or twice a day or put it on your desk in on something like, I am healthy, I am healthy. And you just trigger a response and it gets to a point where that belief is just natural. It's not something that you have to think actively think about. Whereas at the start, it's hard because it's like, oh, wait, yeah, I am healthy. But you are moving away from the old belief pattern. And so it's just uncomfortable and awkward but over time it gets to a point where it's like oh yeah I'm healthy I'm healthy and you've literally retrained your brain to believe to have a new belief you've set in a new belief wild which like if you've seen inside out they kind of touch on that kind of stuff or like they more so touch on the emotion things so so if you go back into like a bad memory, you can feel the feelings that you were that you had in that and then you can change you can shift the your perception of it to I'm grateful that that happened. It was not a nice situation to be in, but I'm grateful because it made me who I am now. So yeah, like it's similar to what I was just explaining about the belief system. You are putting a new meaning behind it and yeah, also wild. Brains are so cool. <laughs> So it's all well and good, say to yourself every day, I am healthy, I am healthy. But if you don't embody it as well, embodiment is such an important part of healing and everything. So embodying the feeling that you are healthy. So say you, yeah, we'll go with the healthy. So embodying being healthy is like, what is healthy to you? So is healthy energized? Is it eating like feeling fresh and revitalized and everything is it sleeping well or is it eating healthy so embodiment is taking the action so eating healthy and doing the things that make you feel healthy so and embodying it even before you start eating healthy you can embody being healthy now by acknowledging what you do do that is healthy instead of what you think is unhealthy So by changing your perception, you are now looking at being healthy. That's your focus. Instead of focusing on the negative, you're focusing on the positive. So you just, it's just a simple switch, but it's so powerful. And it is very difficult to, when you first start, it's like, 
it's like training yourself to change a habit. Like if you, when you were younger, if you bite your nails, like training yourself to stop biting your nails, that's hard at the start. It's hard to stop. But when you, when you keep stopping yourself and picking up on it, then every time you stop yourself from biting your nails, you're getting a little bit closer to giving up the habit. And it's the same with the way you think and the way you live, like changing your perception and your thoughts is just say the thought of I am fat comes up you think it and then you're like actually no I don't believe that I am healthy you just you acknowledge it and then go change shift to what you do want to believe so yeah that's a cool fact and technique that you can use just a a basic catching yourself and also getting clear on what you want to feel, how you want to live, who you want to be, is so powerful in directing you of where you want to go. So it's kind of, if you if you don't have a goal, you're going to go nowhere fast. But if you have a goal, you're going to get there faster. I don't know if I butchered that quote, but yeah. So if you write down who you want to be, who you feel your higher self is from a place of love, then you're setting yourself up for success a and b you know what thoughts you do want and what you don't want and like it can take a while to get specific and to get to become sure of on who you want to be and who you want to embody and all your thoughts that you do and don't want like it takes a long time and it'll take trial and error and you'll grow and then you'll be like actually that doesn't resonate with me anymore i would prefer to shift it with this and choose thought patternings and beliefs that you want to take on choose them selectively and intuitively so don't take on thoughts that you think society wants you to think take on thoughts that feel right to you and then you will be embodying your higher self really your higher self is just you but who you want to be or who you're destined to be pretty much without the societal conditioning without your family beliefs and everything else it's at the core your higher self is you your soul it's your higher self is your soul and embodying that a takes time and b is magical (laughs) and you won't stay there forever like what you don't get to a point where it's like oh I'm embodying my soul I'm my higher self now I don't have to do anything ever again now it unfortunately it is ongoing lifelong work but it gets easier as you go so when you first start it's uncomfortable because it's new but then the more you do it the more it's like oh this is actually not too bad I enjoy this and you can get to the point that I'm at and it's like, I want more. I want to do all the healing and I want to just dive straight down into the deepest of deeps within myself. Yes. So I'm sorry if you keep hearing like clicking and stuff. I am fiddling with a pen because my hands just won't stand still. Stand still? Sit still. So from there, I want to take it to, I guess, some simple tools that you can start using to start doing the work or enhance your work or even if you have been doing the work for a long time like me things that you can go back to and you know it's always nice to go back to where you started or to the basics and see something new and see it from a different lens which I think is cool I think everything's cool anywho so I think my first thing 
would be journaling. So just writing out what comes up. Even if when you first start, you could just write, yeah, I had a good day today. This happened, that happened, that made me feel this. Even if it's just very simple diary writing and then the more you do it, the more you practice, the more you'll find become it'll become comfortable. So the more deep you'll go and the more you'll write out and come up with. Also, it's a good way to just let your intuition guide because I know for me, I was I, I had no idea what intuition was. Like I didn't even know I had an intuition. But then I started journaling and I was like, I don't know where these thoughts are coming from. Like I don't know what I'm writing and I don't like I literally could never have thought of these things but I now realize that it's my intuition talking to me or my soul or the universe whoever decides to channel through me into my writing and it's really nice to write things out and then read over it and be like oh that's actually a really good idea I um I know more than I thought I did (laughs) and yeah so journaling is a amazing practice and it's also really cool to like get to know yourself because sure you you spend all your time with yourself but you don't always like write yourself a letter or talk to yourself writing like it's it's different I mean I talk to myself all the time but it's different journaling with the intention of journaling instead of just like living life talking to myself yeah and then meditation is incredible um it's such a good way to connect with yourself and at the start it will be hard I mean it was for me at least and you may not see anything nothing might come up you could just be laying there or sitting there with your eyes closed focusing on your breath that's all you need to do it doesn't need to be these wild trips that you go on in your brain meditation is mainly just to slow down your nervous system and to just have a break just to rest from the day that you've had and to step back into yourself, which it does very well. So meditation, just look up meditation music, or if you want to focus on something, you can always look it up on YouTube. There's literally a YouTube video for everything. And with meditation, I also do breath work. So breath work is like meditation, but there's more work. <laughs> it's it's like yoga for the breath. So breath work, the breath work I do is it's a three-part breath. So you just focus on the breath, the breath pattern, and then you kind of just forget about everything else or like let everything else slide away and focus on the breath. And then your brain just kind of does all the work. And it, it kind of, it gives your brain and subconscious space to come up. Whereas normally our brains are very like, they're ego driven or you're just thinking about everything throughout the day. And so doing the breath work, you're focusing on one thing. Your brain doesn't get distracted as easily. It still gets distracted, but not as easily because you've got something to anchor you down to. You've got something to focus on, which yes, you have in meditation, but it's different kind of breathing. It's not as active. So your breath, your brain has something to do, whereas in meditation, it's more focused on. I will go into breath work more at a later date, but I would highly recommend trying it if you're new to it or if you want to change up your meditation, trying a different modality of meditation is also always a good time. Also being creative. So just painting is doing the work, painting Uh, any type of art dancing is a big one singing making music it's all expression and the more you express your feelings the more you feel your feelings and let them out the 
lighter you will feel. So it's kind of, it's just the work is acknowledging your shit, going into it, feeling it, and then letting it go. And so any way that feels good to release emotion, pressure, whatever, however it comes up for you. So any way that feels good to as a release is the work. So massage, physio, that's the work too, because like pain is a physical manifestation of emotion trap. Obviously there's times when it's just injury, but a lot of the time it's just, so for me, my back hurts all the time. So I have sore ribs. So that's where my emotional buildup is manifesting. It's manifesting in my back, which is causing me pain. So not everyone gets, say you don't get like depression or you don't get have anxiety um, or whatever. You don't have the emotional response, but you have a physical response. So that's also any type of conscious movement, activity, creativity, feeling, crying, laughing, singing, dancing, any type of that is moving emotion because we are energy. We are made of energy and we are just energy emotion and so emotion. But that's pretty much what we are. We are like solid emotion, um, which again, freaking wild. So the work is literally anything you want it to be. You don't have to go to therapy and see all these expensive people, but it helps. So it quantum leaps. Like if you, yeah, sure, you can do it yourself. Sure, you could build a whole desk from the ground up by yourself, but it's freaking easier if you get someone else to do it or if you get a flat pack. So it's kind of doing the work by yourself Yes, you can do it, but it'll take you so much longer and it won't be as easy and flowy. So getting help from someone is beneficial because they see from a different point of view. They see from a bird's eye point of view, whereas you're literally in it. You are the sim, (laughs) but they are external to you. So they don't feel as connected to it as you do. But it's always nice to have a beginning point. Whereas when I first started, I was so overwhelmed with like, what? do I do? There's so many things that I'm being told to do. And because I was looking on Instagram, like the internet was just like, do this, do that, do that. And like, should have done this three years ago and do it on the full moon and go do all these other things. But you don't have to do everything. It doesn't have to be work as such. It just has to be a intentional priority or an intentional choice that you choose to dive into yourself. And you could do like five minutes a day. You don't even have to do that. Like literally living is doing the work, but it just, if you're living unconsciously, that's not going to be moving you towards the place that you want to be. Unlike if you were living consciously. So if you are consciously making all your decisions, which is freaking exhausting when you first start doing, when you are consciously thinking like choosing everything that feels aligned and feels good instead of just what you've always done when you start making those conscious decisions you are living more consciously so you are feeling and you are creating your life consciously instead of unconsciously i hope this all makes sense because speaking has not been a strong point for me today but i think it's been a good summary i guess of the work there's so much to it but it's also really simple if you want it to be. It's all what you want it to be. The work is a personal journey 
and you do what you choose to do, which is very beautiful. So yeah, just summing up, I guess, the work is the personal development journey, but it's also the going inwards and feeling your feelings and meeting parts of yourself that you didn't realize you had or meeting up, meeting your inner child and supporting them and helping them feel and making sure they feel seen as well. So if your inner child is in there and it's like it doesn't and it doesn't feel seen it's going to show up in ways in your reactions you're going to react as your inner child because you're not being seen but if you see your inner child if you acknowledge them if say they're like we want more play we want to play and you're like no we don't have time to play no we don't we're not playing you're pushing down your inner child which is just going to make it worse for you so if you get the urge to play or to paint or do something creative, do it. Because A, it's a form of emotional expression, so it's a form of feeling and healing. And B, you're giving your inner child the permission to be an inner child. You're being the parent that you needed as a child now, as an adult. And so if you go play, then your inner child's going to be satisfied and then you're going to either want to like be more content with working or you're going to be more passionate or excited instead of being as exhausted and frustrated. You're moving the energy from like, I can't play because I have to do this to I can play and then I'll do this. And it'll be when you get to the thing that you have to do, you'll get to it with a more clear mindset and a more clear view and you'll be open to magic happening. But yes, that's a little touch on the inner child as well, which I will go into more because the inner child is a big part of us all. And yeah, loving the inner child is so important in the healing journey because like your inner child is practically your core. It's where you started and it's a big part of how you react now. It's you still show up as your inner child and your higher self and your current self. You, They are all simultaneous. So you can't just ignore your inner child and live as your current and higher self. You can't ignore. You have to be aligned and connect, interconnected with all three for you to consciously create and consciously heal and I guess to get where you want to get to comfortably with the universe. So I think I'm going to wrap it up now. I am extraordinarily tired and very, very warm. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and it all made sense. Let me know if you enjoyed it, if you want me to talk more and do anything. I'm more than happy to do so. And yeah, thank you and have an amazing week. Bye! If you enjoyed this episode of the Untamed Souls podcast, don't forget to share any juicy quotes you got from this episode on Instagram and tag me at Shona. I can't wait to connect. And as always, sending love.